What's up, guys? Happy Monday. It's Lori, a.k.a. Loretta Child, the sex reporter and co-host of the Insatiable Podcast with Smiley. I have some call-ins to play for you that talk about some of the topics we went over last week. But before I get into that, I wanted to ask a question for today, which is, if you suspect a partner of cheating, should you go to the person they're cheating with? Would you call them? Would you hit them up on social media? Would you um, basically find any way to get in contact with them or like put anything on them is that okay or if you have ever been the person that someone's cheated with whether knowingly or not have you been contacted by that person's partner i feel like this is one of those uh questions where immediately a lot of people might say no i would never do that because it's messy and it is messy it's the type of stuff that you see on reality reality shows but i will say i i probably have heard this story more in relation to stories of people cheating than almost anything else and i think it just happens a lot so personally i once had this friend who was just a friend and he did kind of hit on me but i wasn't interested so nothing ever happened and we stayed friends everything was cool and randomly like it was weird i got this text message from someone that i didn't recognize it was like hello and i just ignored it i never thought anything of it because i thought it was spam weeks or months later i don't even remember how much time but a lot of time passed and I got a message like addressing me by name and saying, this is such and such as wife. I know who you are. And I was completely confused because I was like, what? Like, who am I? You know, I'm just I like I'm this dude's friend. I don't even see this person that much. We don't live in the same place. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Um, but the weird thing was, is that I didn't even know he was married. So obviously like he probably did have some intentions that were not the purest of intentions, but what did that have to do with me? Right? So I just messaged her back. Honestly, I was like, Hey, I I don't know what your situation is. Um, I, and I don't want to get involved, but we're just friends. Uh, I don't really know what your impression is, but like whatever you're worried about, it has nothing to do with me. And she actually apologized and said, oh, you know how it is, blah, 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 because, you know, her husband works in a specific profession that is stereotyped as, you know, men being promiscuous and whatnot. And she was like, sorry about that. I apologize. And fine. But I mean, I was just thinking, man, if I was this woman's friend, I would just tell her, like, you need to stop with that because just you're just making yourself look crazy at this point. You know what I mean? Um, but but it was interesting to me that she she felt motivated. Like, I don't know what she thought she was going to accomplish by messaging me and um i never really understood that mentality but i'm curious like you know what it is that drives us to do things like that and maybe if if i were in that situation if i would i mean i have been in a situation where i thought i was cheated on and i i i honestly had no desire whatsoever to contact the other person i just and it's for pride it's not because i'm noble or anything like that or because i'm logical it's more because i wouldn't want to put myself in that vulnerable position of um showing my showing my hand to to the other person right I, I don't want them to think i care um if if that makes any sense i feel like the ultimate sort of um revenge for somebody that's coming for you is just not give a shit about them and that's probably what i would do but i am curious to hear what you guys think and i do have other stories to share but before i do get into those i'm going to um go back and uh have some um play you guys some call-ins from the conversations from last week this first call is from pde life who is talking about a question i had last week about the friend code and whether you know who gets first dibs when you see somebody either on a dating site or in real life um if you and your friend both set your sights on the same guy or the same woman who 
like do you are you allowed to compete with each other for it or do you step back and let your friend take it what's up Lori? pde life and ak here wanted to touch down on the question of the day friend code check it out um there shouldn't really be a competition in my opinion between fellas okay because the fellas y'all need to know what's going on out there with women and not every women not every woman but the majority of women women will let you know that they like you through solid eye contact through you know their body language through you know they they just happen to kind of make their way over to you somehow or they're right next to you getting a drink or something they're going to put themselves in your orbit right and it's your job as the player as the man to take that step and make that hey what's up um because that's a, it's a, it's a rap at that point you know what i'm saying she already likes you but when guys don't know this stuff they're out there trying to holler at everything pretty little thing they see striking out this curve that comp competition that ruining friendships y'all need to learn the game come on now i would say that is true and there are some men who can read uh women's signals and some who can't um your success rate will probably go up a lot if you just let the women you know let you know when they're ready for you to approach i mean that stuff is all true but i will say that it only applies for guys who have that type of presence and commands attention from women when they walk into a room not every guy has that some guys got to work for it and some guys work for it and actually get what they want so to say that men never have to pursue women and women you know are always just going to make con eye contact with you i think that's a little idealistic just because i think most guys out here they they need to figure out what their thing is when they see a woman they want to get attention from you know when you're in a room full of people what are the chances that someone is going to look at you and not the next person it's it's really hard to say i mean i have my theories about that but you know i mean like sometimes you got to put a little effort yo yo what up girl this is maddie pace coming at you live from the maddie mo show the host with the most mojo i just wanted to stop through and answer your question of the day because man that is such a relatable topic for so many people and me personally if me and my friends are out and we see something we like, first come, first serve, baby, just like the buffet line. If you ain't about it, you ain't going to get it. That's all I'm saying. You got to show urgency. You got to show attentiveness. You got to show what you want. If, <laughs> excuse me. If you want to have a pre-conversation with friends, like, what's the deal here, boys? What are we doing? A lot of them will be like, nah, it's all you, man. It's all you. Some of them will be like, I don't know. And I'll be like, all right, well, fair game. Let's get it. I think it, it makes for a better game, makes for a better show, makes for a better result. So at the end of the day, it's all love no matter what. A friend's going to be a friend, and that's all. And uh, that's my answer on your question of the day. Keep them coming, girl. I look forward to hearing more. I guess a little healthy competition never hurt anyone. Um, like, you know, last week when we were talking about competition, we were talking about all in negative terms because I don't like to think of myself as being in competition with my friends. But in some cases, like, you know, it's not bad, right? And put when you put it this way, it seems like as long as everybody's cool with it and nobody gets hurt feelings over it, then yeah, who cares? That said, that only applies when you don't know the person you're going after. When it comes to like fucking with people's exes and shit, that's like a whole other story. So, um, but anyway, thanks for the call in. Hey, <clears throat> excuse me. I like to call in in response to the, the call in you just posted from not too long ago from Black Girl Experience. And I think, I agree. I think that's the way it should be it's so many times that you may meet a female and they'll throw that up oh well you tried to talk to my friend so you can't talk to me like what in the world does that have to do 
me and your friend's situation have to do with our situation, you know what I mean? But I guess some people do get tight about that and get in their feelings like uh, about things like that. From a male perspective, if I try to talk to a woman and she's not feeling me, but she's feeling my partner, I mean, it is what it is. Long as I, I say, long as you don't step on each other's toes to get it, to get that person, you know what I mean? Then I don't see the problem with it, you know. Survive of the fitness, eat what you kill. <laughs> Can I just say it's kind of interesting how often men will invoke Darwinism when talking about this stuff and women seem to care more about the code. I'm not that hardcore about the like I think that people can go a little overboard like if somebody so much as so much as look at looks at somebody first, um women want to act like that's establishing some type of precedent and nobody else can look at that person anymore. I mean, I think that's kind of silly. Um whether men or women do it, but a lot of the guys that are calling in about this topic are like, you know, all's fair. Like, competition is competition. You should get what you deserve. Um, maybe that's a healthy way of looking at it, but maybe there's, you know, maybe that lacks a little loyalty. I don't know. Um, does loyalty not matter to anybody anymore? Anyway, it's interesting hearing all of your perspectives. So thank you for calling in. Next up, we have Reality Speaks answering the question of the day. Hey, Miss Insatiable, this is Miss Yvonne with Reality Speaks. Um, to answer your question about the other woman, um, yeah, I've been in that situation before. Um, I never really had to, no, I'm sorry, I, I, a couple of times I have. I did call the woman back, but, you know, fortunately it didn't, you know, turn out to be nothing chaotic or nothing, you know. Um, but another incident, you know, where I do have a child by this man, you know, um, at first I, you know, I didn't know I was the other woman. I didn't know there was another woman, you know, thought it was just me. But anyway, um, I found out about her, and um, of course, he denied it, so he was going between us both, but uh, I'm quite sure that we both knew that he was playing games. So, um, I confronted him in front of her, or whatever, and um, she, he chose her over me, <laughs> you know, but he came back to me, you know, so I was like, you know what, I took that video recorder, I recorded him, and I confronted her with it, so he got caught his ass up. This insatiable. So that was my Jerry Springer reaction or my circumstance or situation. Anyway, on the Dr. Phil side of it, <laughs> being as that I'm older, um, I don't think that I would be, you know, confronting any, you know, confronting another woman, you know, um, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's tacky, you know, it do make us look bad, especially, you know, being older or whatever. But it's like, you know, of course you're going to feel that rage. Of course you're going to feel that animosity, that jealousy, that hurt. And it's like, so there's no telling. Like I asked, you know, my fiance all the time, what would you do? You never know what you will do until it happens. So preferably that would never happen, girlfriend, because I'm not equipped for that. Bullshit again. No more. However, you know, I'm too old for it and um, I just can't do it. But anyway, thank you for the question and I will keep listening. God bless. Thank you, Yvonne, for that honest answer. I know that, you know, it's hard not to lose your shit sometimes with these people who just, you know, want to fuck around with us. And when when the deceit is that deep, I don't blame you one bit, to be honest. Um, I've thankfully never had to, like, confront anyone like that. Although there's probably times when it would have been nice if I had that opportunity. Like, I was waiting to to catch my ex 
um, with this chick. I never did. If I had, who knows what I would have done. So I don't blame you at all. I definitely also feel you, though, on the, you know, getting older and not wanting to be mixed up in that type of drama. Because I definitely don't. Uh, I, 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 that kind of feeling, I guess, comes up less and less because now I recognize the signs early on. If a man seems shady early on in the dating process, I don't even bother starting a relationship with people like that anymore. Whereas when that stuff kind of did happen to me, it was just because I was a little more foolish. You know, I, I followed my heart and I ended up in love with somebody that I didn't fully trust and I just know better. So I think that's the best part of like growing out of that stuff. You know, my friend just told me the other day about somebody that we know who was dating a guy for many years. Um, you know, it's a multi-year relationship. They lived together. They had a pet together. It was serious. You know what I'm saying? And she found out that he was cheating on her for something like two years. And the way she found out was that the woman he was cheating on her with was leaving little comments on his Instagram whenever he posted photos of, of, of you know, my friends. Or she would um, just, like, make these, like, little comments about things that my friend was posting on her social media account, which is crazy to me. Because, like, first of all, if you, if your, like, side chick is that crazy, you need to dead that shit before it gets back to your main woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least be smart about it. So, I mean, part of it probably seems like he kind of wanted to get caught because you don't deal with somebody that crazy and not realize that at some point it's going to come to a head. And if you let it get to the point where it becomes messy and public and embarrassing for the person you're actually in a relationship with, that's just straight up disrespectful. As if it wasn't disrespectful enough that you're deceiving the person you're with and you don't have the decency of like letting them know that something's wrong in your relationship and that maybe you guys should break up or deal with it. You know what I'm saying? It's even more disrespectful to then let them get publicly shamed by this crazy person who wants to drag your shit out in front of everyone else. So I guess that's kind of like the situation in reverse where um, the, the woman who was being cheated on was not going out of her way to confront the other person, but that other person, the mistress, decided to take it upon herself to confront her. Um, the happy ending here is that they ended up split up. So my friend is better off probably without this guy since he's a liar. And the guy, the woman that he was cheating on her with didn't end up with him either because he probably came to his senses and realized that this bitch is crazy. King of Uptown has some words on this subject too. No, because they going to deny it anyway, even if you got a hunch. You feel what I'm saying? You got to have proof to point the finger, though. You feel me? But it's cool. It is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? If you suspect it, more likely it's true. So, you know what I mean? You can ask both parties, but they're going to deny it. You know what I mean? And if they can't say it in front of them, what you should do is get both of them together at the same time. And, I mean, if that's uncomfortable for them, then you know it's true. But um, other than that, like, you know, people, you know what I mean? They can even pass a polygram. They lie so good. That's how that shit go down. But other than that, that's a hard one because you, you never you want to accuse nobody of something that you ain't got no proof on. So, you know what I mean? It's just always going to be in the back of your mind. Maybe, maybe not. And another thing, people got to stop being sloppy cheaters, man. Like, you know what I mean? Never cheat close to home anyway. Cheat in another state. Cheat like when you go on trips or vacations like to another country or, you know what I mean? You go to an island. Never cheat. Yo, you're mad funny. You're like, don't cheat while you're at home. Cheat when you're away on vacation or something. Yo, just as a PSA, how about this, people? Do not cheat at all. 
I mean, you know, you guys know me. I'm not an advocate for everybody living that monogamous lifestyle. For some people, it's just not meant to be. But if you cannot stay with one person, don't promise a person that you're going to be with only them. Like, I am, I am for whatever people feel is best for themselves. But what I'm not here for is people who lie. And I understand, though, that as a society, we don't make it easy for people to really admit to themselves or to their partners that they can't just be with one person. And I hope we get to a point where people can at least be honest about that and what they want. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because if we don't, we're just going to have this messy situation where hurt people's feelings get hurt. People feel betrayed. People are betrayed. And you know what? When when it comes to like sloppy cheaters, that shit is just disrespectful because you basically, if you're going to be cheating on someone and you're not being um careful about that shit that means that you don't even care about being caught you are such a disrespectful person that you don't even care about the impact that your infidelity has on your partner and at that point honestly just fuck you you know what i'm saying like i have no sympathy for people like that but yeah thank you for the call in um as for you know confronting people without evidence and everybody denying it you want to know something i i think in a lot of cases the other person's probably not even in on it you know like like the last call in you sometimes you don't even know you're the other woman if the guy's slick enough and if you're young and naive and inexperienced enough to to fall for his shit so and i don't mean to to genderize the whole issue obviously women cheat as well as men um and studies have shown that women cheat as much if not more than men it's just that you know we sort of demonize men in this case because it is the more public side of cheating i guess People have theories too on the reasons why men and women cheat and how they differ and maybe why that makes men, you know, more liable to get caught and whatnot. But that's like a topic for another day. Today's topic is about confronting the other person in the picture. And so, yeah, thank you guys for um, calling in and I hope to hear more from the rest of you. You know, women aren't the only ones, by the way, who confront the other person on social media or otherwise. Um, I've actually had a situation where when I broke up with one of my long-term um, ex-boyfriends, they, or he rather, he actually started going on my Facebook and looking at people posting on my Facebook. And he was actually reaching out to guys um, with no proof whatsoever. Like, you know, guys just posting random stuff on my page that I'd, I was not in a relationship with or not talking to like that. And he would message them privately and be like, why are you talking to my girl? And I wasn't even his girl at the time. So, um, you know, we're all prone to, well, I guess we're all, we all have this weakness of um, wanting to claim someone, I guess, and wanting to confront the other person. And we don't always go directly to our partners. We go around them to the people that we think are trying to take them away from us, I guess. And I guess it is a human instinct, but it's one that, you know, I just think is it's usually in the heat of the moment. It's probably not the smartest way to handle any situation because the best thing you can do when someone doesn't want to be with you is just to not be with them. And in this case, I clearly, you know, we had already broken up. But when I say don't want to be with you, I include people who don't want to be in the relationship that you agreed on. In other words, if you two agreed on a mutually exclusive monogamous relationship and then that person isn't upholding their end of the bargain, it means they don't want that agreement that you had. So you might as well just tear it up and move on to the next one. So I have more call-ins than I want to play and I'm going to play them. 
but I'm going to spread them out over the week because this is, um, God, I need, I need a little reality check right now. I have been spending too much time on Anchor. Not that I don't love it. I do. But if you haven't noticed, my episodes have been getting longer and longer and longer and longer, which is great because I love the fucking conversation, I swear. But it's, um... I got to I got to be more disciplined. So as some of you may know, uh, this is like the call in sort of section or the backstage section of the insatiable podcast, which the main insatiable podcast still needs to go on that needs to be edited that needs to be prepared and all that. You know what I'm saying? And um, that takes time and planning and working with Smiley, my co-host. On top of that, I also actually have a YouTube channel, which I've neglected for the past couple months um, or past several months, actually. I've been posting a lot less frequently on that because producing videos takes a lot more pre-production and and post-production work. It's a lot um, more high maintenance than video, I'm sorry, than audio. And I need to get back on schedule. I also have a website that I run, thesexreporter.com. So all this stuff, uh, in, on top of my full-time job, it needs to be a little more, you know, um, things need to be sectioned off a little bit. So my episodes are going to be a little shorter. I'm going to spread stuff out more. It's still going to be the same amount of content, but I'm not going to like overwhelm certain days of the week and then completely leave other days like empty. I need to just get on my schedule. So thank you guys for your patience. Thank you for calling in. Keep calling in, please do. Um, Because I'm going to, of course, use them in the podcast, like always, like as is the point of the station. And I'm also going to be publishing them on Anchor, um, you know, as the topics circle back around. So thank you and good night.